Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, equipping us to grow into a deeper walk with Christ. Part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, this coming Thursday, the 11th of November, it'll be Remembrance Day. The 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month marks the moment the guns fell silent on the Western Front after the bloodshed of World War One. Now, some of us who have elderly parents or relatives will recognise that Remembrance Day is highly significant, especially for older people. There may be some special things we can do leading up to this Thursday with our older relatives. And back with us today is aged care chaplain Ben Boland. He typically writes and speaks about aged care ministry. He's co-author of a couple of booklets, Jesus Loves Me and Joy to the World, part of the Hammond Care and Bible Society Faith for Life suite. He also writes for Eternity News on aged care issues. Ben, welcome back to 2020. Neil, lovely to be with you. Ben, there is a profound cultural significance for Remembrance Day and it's especially a day when older Australians, and I don't want to underestimate younger Australians, but older Australians appreciate the memory that happens when we talk about Remembrance Day. Very much so, Neil. Um, I think in more modern times, Anzac Day, particularly for younger people, has gained popularity perhaps, um, but for an older generation... Remembrance Day was the significant um, remembering those who died in war period, and it continues to be very significant for many of those people. Ben, Remembrance Day's got a very strong Christian heritage uh, as it started when Australia was culturally a very Christianised nation. What are your thoughts around the fact that it's not necessarily a Christian remembrance, but there is such significance there for the Christian heritage? Yeah, I think it, you're right. It's not a Christian day in a overtly sense the word, but historically it was very much a Christian day. Um, we remember and we know that the war graves that we find from the First World War that are set up in France and places like that are deliberately centred around a cross because of that cultural significance Christianity held for that generation. But it continues to be significant and it's often an opportunity for churches to be involved in services, either that they run themselves or in in consultation in conjunction with the local RSL. Remembrance is a real theme there too, and not only for remembering those who have died in war, but uh, also it's a a remembrance theme is pretty strong in, in Bible scripture, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the huge themes um, if we look through Scripture, the call to remember. Remember the Lord your God who rescued you out of Egypt. Remember my commandments. Um, Jesus says of the Lord's Supper, do this in remembrance of me. Um, We are called to remember God's goodness, God's law, um, and particularly or acutely perhaps, God's love for us in that his sacrificial death on the cross. Of course, we remember World War One, but veterans everywhere take Remembrance Day and they treat it with a wonderful pride. Uh, some well, look forward to it, others are traumatised by it. How do you gauge the way that people actually remember uh, those who've fallen in war? Um, 
I gauge it by talking to the people. Um, I remember dealing with one resident who I dealt with a number of years ago who was involved in the bombers in World War II from the English side um, and was one of the people who bombed Dresden. Um, now, the blanket bombing of Dresden caused massive civilian casualties, and he really struggled with that. Um, decorated war hero, but also um, incredibly sensitive about the deaths that were due to him. So we need to be careful not to make assumptions. Um, and it starts with, with asking questions and seeing where people are at, um, well, how they remember, do they want to remember? Is this a time of pride or is this a time of lament and sorrow? Is this a time where they remember a brother, a sister, a father who died in that conflict? Or is this a time when they remember how badly their loved ones were treated by the Australians in terms of internships, um, for people with Italian or German history or Japanese history? Um, so it's complicated and we need to meet people with where they are and not or be careful not to make assumptions. When you're working in aged care, as you do, no doubt there's a mix of residents in aged care facilities, aged care homes, uh, even oh. people that come from, as you say, uh, those who might have had Japanese ancestry or German ancestry or Middle Eastern ancestry. Uh, there's a certain way you've no doubt got to tread very carefully. But, uh, of course, they're not enemies anymore, but they once were. Yeah, but they're people. Um, they're our brothers and sisters, and thankfully... We are no longer at war with anybody. Um, and even when we are at war, um, we, at our best, we do not hate the enemy. We may hate what they stand for. And that is challenging, and it means that we need to be sensitive and careful with how we interact with people around these significant days, particularly. Can it be an opportunity for family here when you've got ageing relatives and they might not all be in aged care, they could be still at home and uh, you're trying to do something to facilitate that remembrance. What's your advice for people who are connecting with their elderly relatives for this coming Remembrance Day? Uh, again, it starts with connecting with them before Remembrance Day and saying, and having a conversation, do you want to be remembering? How do you choose to remember this? Is going to the march or attending an 11 o'clock service important? Um, would you prefer for us to be at home and to do something on the television and then have a minute silence in the lounge room together? Um, you may not be able to get down to the march. You may not be able to dress or attend what you normally would, but can we organise to have your blazer with your medal so you can wear that for that minute silence at 11 o'clock? Um, all of those things come into play. I guess the dress part actually becomes very important because if you reverence a day like Remembrance Day, you don't want to be dressed for the beach when you ought to be dressed in respect for those perhaps of fallen relatives or even for those very elderly, those who had fallen in those early wars. Yeah, well, not simply those in the early wars, but in all the wars. Um, we've got veterans who are well younger than I am um, who've come back from Afghanistan and Iraq. So they're, they're equally significant. Um, but yes, particularly for older people, um, reverence um, culturally in Australia in the earlier times was equated to a formal dress code. Um, you see that in churches too. Uh, 
there was a time when you got best dressed into your Sunday best for church as a form of reverence to God. Um, I don't tend to wear a suit to church on Sunday, uh, but that's a generational thing. And if I'm engaging with someone who thinks that you should be wearing a suit, um, so when I did the, I spoke at Anzac Day at our local cenotaph earlier this year, and that meant I wore a suit and tie. Let me ask you the harder questions here, Ben. Uh, for some listeners who will have ageing parents or relatives, uh, some suffering with dementia, how do you bring about a good, healthy, strong remembrance on Remembrance Day when you know that uh, your ageing relatives are suffering some areas that, that they're not uh, as sharp as they used to be? Yeah, it, it's a real challenge. Um, we want a good dementia care is like good care generally. You meet people where they are and with their needs where they are. It may be that their cognition means that they're going to struggle to go down to a service. Um, but you may be able to organise a small service at church or an intimate service in your lounge room or at the end of your driveway um, and do something that they can be involved in and that is still meaningful. Um, so we need to be adjusting and adapting and not not have too high expectations either them or ourselves in that space. I imagine also recognising that those bodies don't function the way they used to and uh, being able to be there only for an appropriate time and getting some adequate rest and hydration, all of those things important too. Oh, very much so. Um, access to toilets, disabled access to toilets, uh, being able to get to a place, getting out of the spinal space, parking, um, being able to get in and out of a wheelchair, wheels, all of those things are really significant and really challenging. And it may mean something like you make sure that the Wednesday is a really gentle day so that they've got the most possible energy for Thursday morning. Um, planning a rest time and having a breakout space and also having a fallback position for if um, it all gets too much for them is really important. Having water on hand so they're not dehydrated is critical, particularly in our Australian warmer weather. Well, it's easy when our parents and our uncles and aunties, uh, aged relatives are all getting old to say, well, it's all getting a bit too hard. But what's your encouragement, Ben, to enable our ageing relatives to participate in Remembrance Day this Thursday? It is hard. Um, let, let's call it what it is. It, it really is hard, and particularly... For many people who are caring for older people, they're also caring for younger people. Um, they're involved with children and grandchildren. Um, so we can only do what we can do. But sometimes we can be creative in that too. It may be an opportunity to be involved with the remembrance service at the school um, and for great Auntie Mary to attend there and to try and dovetail the generations together. Um, irrespective of people's age, irrespective of how hard it is, we are called to love our neighbours, and particularly as Christians, we are called to care for our family members. Um, and part of that care means engaging in events like Remembrance Day. Well, Ben, you're overflowing with wisdom every time we talk about our ageing parents, our ageing grandparents, our ageing relatives. 
Ben Boland is an aged care chaplain. He writes and speaks about aged care ministry. Great insights today as we prepare for this coming Thursday, Remembrance Day. Now, Ben is also co-author of a couple of booklets, Jesus Loves Me and Joy to the World. They're part of the Hammond Care and Bible Society Faith for Life Suite. And he also writes extensively for Eternity News on the issues around aged care. You can contact Ben uh, via YouTube. He has a clip called Jesus Love in Aged Care on YouTube. You can also connect with him via LinkedIn. Just find Ben Boland. Ben, thanks so much for your update and uh, for your encouragement about our ageing relatives for this coming Thursday. Thank you, Neil. Lest we forget. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.